0: Good morning. Guten Morgen.
1: When I asked you if we could record, we were both just saying how we don't feel so much like doing it. And I think as I went to go get the mics, I thought, well, maybe that's what we talk about a little. Lately, we've been discussing a little bit what it means to show up to the work when you don't feel like it. That has been very much the place that I've been at in my own creative work lately.
0: Yeah, you've been doing a great job of showing up even when it's hard, and it's been cool to watch that. You've been banging your head against the same wall.
1: Yeah, it felt like that. It did feel like two weeks of just banging my head against the wall. But the truth of the matter is, because I was banging my head against the wall, I had some really great breakthroughs in my writing this week that I don't think would have come if I hadn't stuck with that struggle.
0: Yeah, that's uh, something that I've been thinking about. It feels like a lesson that I have to learn over and over again. (laughs) When I can just (laughs) stay in the struggle, it's easy to get frustrated and throw up my hands, but if you just stay with it, you can work through
1: it. Yeah, well, and you were sharing that you had a similar experience just this morning. You were working on some iOS design running into problems with that and feeling frustrated
0: yeah I have to stay with that more I didn't I haven't had the breakthrough (laughs) but last week that was kind of uh, my week last week was just staying with the same problem over and over again showing up and um, we got figured out
1: and I think that there's something um, interesting in that we've had other conversations on the podcast about the value sometimes in just letting things go and in being able to try lots of different things and if something's not working to move on to the next thing and sure. we've had some conversations about that like if you try a lot of things you're, you're bound to have something work and kind of being giving yourself the freedom to walk away from stuff when it's not working so that you can try the next thing yeah i've been thinking also this week about alternatively or sort of the the other side of that the flip coin to that is that value in hitting your head against the same wall Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think I'm wrestling with that question of when do you do which <laughs> a little bit. Right. I mean, I told you this week I, I was very ready to ditch, my current novel and,
0: um, which has been years of work.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's why I started wondering if I should ditch it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm five years in and it's I'm still, puzzling it together and it's still so hard and I can't figure out where this story wants to go or what it Mm -hmm. wants to say. And I think I realized like, wow, how many books could I have written in that five years if I had walked away from this before? And yet I also realized this week, I stuck with it this week and I had a huge breakthrough and I realized that I learned things about plot and development that I don't know that I would have learned without struggling through that.
0: For sure. I think, um, (laughs) I think you probably could write multiple books in five years, but I think a lot of that is because of those five years that you spent with this novel, or these three novels. Yeah. Um, and the wrestling that you've done, and the research that you've done, and digging in the editing experience. Yeah. That all goes into whatever those next novels are. Those are really good questions to wrestle with.
1: So I mean, I think I'm feeling grateful for staying with something, but I'm also just wondering, like, how long do you do that, <laughs> and, mm. and when is it time to just move on to the next thing? Yeah. I don't have answers
0: to that. Just <laughs> <questions>. <laughs> With podcasting in particular, it's been an interesting outlet for both of us, and we've mm-hmm. talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I, we are enjoying it, and I think it's been positive. But yeah, mm-hmm. today is was. I, I don't really want to be podcasting today, and so yeah. maybe that's a good practice to show up to the mic anyway. Well, I'm not sure that, that that it will be the best episode. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what. what What I have to say about not wanting to say stuff. Perhaps that's a good zero subscribers. uh...
1: That's what this one's for, right? (laughs) um, Well, and I think it also leads to, if you're okay talking about this, I don't know, you might not be.
0: I'll cut it out.
1: But uh, we've also been discussing the last episode we recorded, whether or not to share it. It just felt awkward. We weren't sure about it. The kids interrupted a bunch, which we cut out, but it just, it didn't, you know. And And I think the same is true even with that like is there some value similarly to just writing a bunch of books in five years instead of staying with one? Is there some value in just putting a bunch of episodes out, whatever mm. they sound like, whether mm. we have something to share or not, yeah, just to get that practice and to get um, past those hurdles that come with putting your voice out there, mm. or is there more value in kind of refining something and um, only putting out a smaller number of episodes that you really have edited, have thought through what your content is. I mean, that's obviously not what we've done so far with this <laughs> yeah. this, this podcast. But I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, it, is there some value alternatively in putting out 10 podcasts a year that you just really... Here is what I want to say, and, mm. here's, and I'm going to fine-tune it, and I'm going to edit it, and I'm gonna, I don't know.
0: I think the the genesis of this podcast in particular, the idea partly was that I don't feel like I would be very good at podcasting or mm-hmm. speaking, and so just to practice. But the idea of having an audience as well is a little odd.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and part of me wonders, like, do you do better service to your audience when you take 10 years to write your book and it's really good by then. Or when you put out a book every year and you just, some of them are good and some of them aren't and you just give people something. I don't know.
0: Well, I think if you do put out a book every year, by the 10th year, you kind of did take 10 years to write that book in a way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it's true. All, you It learned all, th- it all into feeds it. into everything else. Mm-hmm. For sure. But you have but,
0: way more experience. Yeah. And lessons to draw from.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying there's, you know, like I, it just mm-hmm. seems like two different approaches that I'm playing with and I don't know which ones for
0: I don't know that it's so binary. I suppose, um, like with your novel, you have to choose to move on or not. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you have a podcast that you just fart out whatever, <laughs> and then you really refine the novels or vice versa, Uh huh. that you can practice both.
1: So sometimes do the thing you don't want to do. It's just put stuff out there. At other times, <laughs> don't. and. I, I wonder,
0: um, for myself, sometimes variety is helpful. Yeah. If I stick with one thing for too long, I feel like I start spinning wheels yeah. and I kind of lose focus. Yeah. So it's helpful for me to jump around a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't have that issue. Yeah. You, I, our brains function a little differently. Definitely. Like I definitely can hyper-focus and I do hyper-focus. Yes. I tend to do my best work when I'm hyper-focusing.
0: I, I think I see that in you and I am sometimes a bit jealous of that. Momentum is difficult for me. Sometimes, mm-hmm. So if I can find some little quick wins, it yeah. builds up momentum.
1: Well, and it seems like you also like to have those background processes. Like, like when you work on something else, and I often in our marriage have experience where you will have a problem with one thing and you'll go work on something else for a while. And then in working on something else, you'll solve the problem. Definitely. For the first thing.
0: Yes, Which that happens all, all the time. It, it feels almost magical sometimes, but also it's frustrating to be wrestling with a problem and not being able to solve it. And then I'll go and do something else and then I'll just come back to it and it takes 20 yeah. seconds. I just, the answer is clear. It's a really interesting experience for me. I think most people- Is that a common thing? Well,
1: I think it's partly just how the brain works. You know, like our brains need space sometimes or, or to, our brains need to calm down, I think in order to solve problems. Mm-hmm. We don't solve problems well when we're hyped on adrenaline. Yes. And when we get stuck in those problems or hitting our head against the wall, sometimes then there's just too much adrenaline for it to like, for us to know the way through. And so it's often not until we can step away and do something else. That kind of calms us down, or that gets, us, you know, like mm-hmm. I I don't feel like I need that quite as much as you do, or I I can hyper focus a little bit more, but I still find often solutions for things come to me. I mean, that's why solutions come when you're in the shower or on a walk or yeah, driving to a car, yep. you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. not while you're actually sitting down and doing the problem. Mm-hmm. But I have wondered, like, I think it's a good practice to try to build that into your life and schedule.
0: Diffuse thinking.
1: Yeah. And even just like for you in particular, it's good for you to have a lot of different projects so that you can bounce around and know that about yourself and know like, okay, I'm hitting a wall on this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move over to here, get a quick win, I'm going to go over here and check off a box so I feel like I've done something, calm my brain down a little bit, and then go back to this problem.
0: Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a different project, but just a different aspect of that project. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: I feel like this is a weird episode. We like ask a lot of questions, but there's no real like um, direction or answers. We have no solutions. That's the the, the crux of it. We don't no. know what we're doing.
0: Zero solutions.
1: <laughs> zero solutions and zero subscribers. Yeah, I think I want to keep showing up to this podcast even when there's episodes that we um, don't want to air, even when we don't feel like coming up.
0: And I, I think that'll be a good practice to keep showing up.
1: So I'll keep shoving a mic in your face. You're, good, you're good at that. <laughs> even when you're grumpy.
0: Me? Grumpy? Uh,
1: it's all right, I'm grumpy <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're listening, um, thanks. And yeah, maybe let us know what you think of these things. Do you tend to press through in your projects? Do you tend to move on to something else? What do you think about putting out a lot of work, even if it's not good, or um, taking time to hone the work until it feels right. Um, How do you practice that kind of creativity? We would love to hear. You can um, reach out to us on Instagram. I'm just Beth Stedman. Brian is, I think you're just Brian Stedman, aren't you? I think so. Yeah, so you can find us by our names.